Don't call to come back. I've been here for years, rocking the something. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd pick a Netflix top 10 movie, and then we watch it and discuss it, and over the the virtual internet or the uh, the online meetings, the face-to-face things through the old virtuality is how we do this, and then you, the listeners, listen, we, the makers, make, uh, and everyone... I hope is happy. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome, welcome to another episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Um, so, were you dropping some LL Cool J there? I was, and then I immediately forgot what comes after when I stopped singing. Like, or stopped, I guess they, the kids would call it rap. Yeah. yeah, they would. So Interesting. Yeah. I know the next line and then forward into the song pretty well, but for some reason that uh, that second line started to really uh, trip me up. So I decided to abandon it instead of just going like, and then just like go forward. Yeah, I think that's a good a good option for you. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll be interested to see how that ties into the movie we're reviewing, which is War Dogs from 2016 is there a connection true not particularly except for i was trying to think of a song that was very like pump up Uh you know fighting a war kind of thing like obviously my mind went to uh war good god y'all but i've done that before i'm positive at at the beginning of a podcast Mm -hmm. and i'm trying my best not to repeat so if i have repeated it's been on accident gotcha but I was positive I've done that song before. Wow. You got to stay true to your and code. And nothing else came to mind. Yeah, nothing else came to mind for war. Gotcha. Even though I'm sure something else is out there. I just didn't think about it really that much. So I try to I try to make the beginning when we record a little spontaneous. I might have an idea mm-hmm. of what I want. But sometimes we're about to record and I'm still lost. And it's just going to be like whatever comes to my mind first. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. That's how I do it. I don't expect everyone to follow that, but it's how I, it's how I work. Well, that's, that's why we have the conversation, Todd, so you can explain your, the madness behind your mystery or something. True. Yes. Maybe if, we, if our podca- podcast became super official and we got like you know more sponsors or something, I would like put a, probably a little bit more effort into it. Yeah. But. Since right now it's just you and me, no sponsors, just living the dream. Living the dream. Gotta gotta go with my gut. Gotta go with my gut. Right. All right. Well, so we've got this movie, War Dogs. Um, uh, there's a there's a I would say there's four people in it who are somewhat famous, and that's going to be the two main stars, who are yep Miles Teller and. Uh, Jonah Hill, who play the the main characters, David Packhouse and Ephraim Diveroli. Ephraim. Ephraim, yes, sorry. Um, (laughs) I got the last name, though. Diveroli. You did. True. And then uh, Kevin Pollack is in this, playing Ralph Slutsky. Yes. And 
producer and appearing in this film, Bradley Cooper, as an arms dealer, Henry Gerard. True. So, who else is in it that I should know but don't? You're only missing one slightly noticeable person, and the only reason she's truly noticeable... I mean, I think she's a star on the rise... But why she should be noticeable to us specifically is that she's been in a movie that we've watched and reviewed. Mm. And she was the main character of the movie. She was Marta in Knives Out. Okay. So So that's And she was also in Blade Runner 2045 or 42 or 49. Yeah. So she... um, And she's going to be in the new Bond movie. Whenever it comes out. Whenever it finally comes out. So I would say she's kind of on the rise a little bit. Yeah. But she, yes, she plays, uh, gosh, what's her name in this movie? Is in this movie? Her name is Is. Anna de Armas. Yeah. Is her actual name? Everyone else is pretty negligible. Yeah. Well, so so there's your your star-studded lineup. And what is this movie about? Well, it's an interesting thing. This is based on a true story. Basically, these two guys, David Packhouse and Ephraim. Did I say it right? Ephraim, yes. Yes, Ephraim uh, Diviroli. Diviroli. Well, anyway. I don't know how to pronounce that one. These two guys. I'm just going to assume everyone you've said so far is right, except for (laughs) Ephraim. These these two guys uh, are like childhood friends. They've been separated for a while. Um, Ephraim has been out of town working for his uncle or something. And uh, what are you laughing at? (laughs) It's Ephraim. You said Ephraim again. Oh, gosh. Ephraim. It's a good Jewish name, I think. Mm. Ephraim. Well, uh, so yeah, so they get back together. Um, Ephraim has moved back to uh, Florida, where David Packhouse lives. And um, basically, David Packhouse is... Uh, kind of down on his luck. He's he's doing some odd jobs to make ends meet. He's working as a masseuse and uh, mm-hmm. also trying to sell sheets to uh, retirement homes when he yes. meets up with his friend again. And then he finds out his partner is, is pregnant. And he's like, what am I going to do? Yes. Being a masseuse doesn't pay the bills. And no one's buying my sheets. So then uh, Ephraim says, well, why don't you come work for me? And he's like, he's basically like a small time kind of works with defense contractors and, and like gets weapons and sells them to the U S government. And so the rest of the movie is kind of about how their company kind of blows up. And they are getting bigger and bigger contracts, but they're also like having to do some shady stuff that is not really legal to win these deals. Um, Yes. And that that gets 
that gets more and more uh, in ensnaring to them. They get tripped up in it more and more as the deals get bigger, um, and eventually they're they're brought down by it all. But uh, you've got kind of a couple different sort of themes going on. You've got the rise of the business, but then you've also got uh, David's relationship with Iz, um, and yes. he's constantly lying to her about what he's really doing, uh, but then he comes clean, but then he lies to her again. It's a vicious cycle. Um, and, yeah, so the sort of the the climax of the movie is they're they're working on this super big deal and uh david is in albania trying to get this like trying to get this ammunition transferred so it doesn't look like it's from china when it really is and ak47 yes ammunition so to be specific anyway that's where things go go horribly wrong um and uh they end up getting busted, but I think that's the general plot of the movie. Yes, I think you cover it. The only thing you didn't mention is that Bradley Cooper plays a another kind of arms dealer who's like the biggest arms dealer. That's true. Like kind of like he's he's the legend of arms dealing, and he gets connected with them through this big they call it the Afghan deal where they need all these guns, all this ammunition, and he's the one who convinces them that he can help supply it. So they cut him in, and things kind of take twists and turns because he's, you know, not that good of a guy. Right. You turn. like so. He's not a bad guy, but sometimes he has to uh, think about what a bad guy would do. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. So. Good, good review there, Matt. Or good, uh, good sum up. Yeah, thanks. So, what did you think of this? I know you've seen it before, but do you have fresh thoughts for us? Uh, I have seen it before. So, first things first. That has been this movie's been viewed by me before. It's not an instant review that we're known for, but uh, yeah, I have some I have some thoughts about this movie. This movie to compare this movie to kind of like other movies of not like uh, uh, not of an arms dealing genre, but of these kind of movies that are based on true stories and they're narrated um, by a character. There's a lot of them. Like the I think the last one I watched was probably the one that was about Dick Cheney, which I think was called. Vice? Vice, yes. Um, and then The Big Short was kind of like a movie, uh, like that's kind of about that, about the housing market. Like it's just, it follows this genre of here's real situations that we're going to make a movie about. We're going to use like kind of actual facts and details about this crazy story and then maybe some things in between the lines we're going to throw in. And so, um, it, it definitely falls in line with those type of movies. It's, it's very much like that. I, and I think my biggest problem with this movie, and it's not even truly this movie's fault, is that this movie is so similar to the movie Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Hmm. It is, like, very similar. Um, and I don't know if, like... I don't know if like that was their inspiration. It certainly can't be about the same 
story because I think the Lord of War movie came out before the Iraq War. But it's like it's so similar about a guy who gets into gun trading, gets kind of big, lies to his wife about it. Like just there's so many similarities and they borrow so heavily from it that it, it, it bothered me a little bit. Like I was like, it feels like I'm watching the same movie at times. And that feels a little plagiaristic. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe it just was inspired a little bit. But, you know, typically the it should be the inspiration for this movie was the true story that they're borrowing from. But the true story is so similar to this other movie that was like, I don't know, the late 90s of Nicolas Cage. So... Well, this movie um, that we just watched was based on a Rolling Stone article called Arms and the Dudes. Okay. Um, yeah, so if anyone has seen Lord of War, I feel like would have to agree with me that there are some incredibly strong similarities. But that being said, I think this movie's well acted. Like, um, uh, you're kind of following Miles Teller who's the main character, David, and uh, him, you know, a younger 20, early 20s person who's, you know, you learn more about him that he's kind of basically quit or flunked out of everything he's tried to do in his life. And he's got this girlfriend, he's questioning where he's going in life. And then he kind of gets a little direction by his friend who he reconnects with. And I thought, I, I did think Miles and Jonah Hill had some pretty good chemistry, not like fantastic but i thought they played well off of each other um jonah hill's character is just is very weird and crazy like um which makes for an entertaining watch i think um dealing with his character and the shadiness of him and and the more you find out about his past or what he has or hasn't done and all that kind of stuff kind of you know sends them their friendship into some turbulent times for sure um, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting story. Um, and it's definitely just one of those movies like Vice and like, uh, like Dark Waters where like you're learning about this like kind of factual thing that maybe, you know, it got Hollywooded up a little bit, but you're like, wow, this is crazy that this, you know, even some of this happened. Like, you're just kind of blown away about how like defense spending and how the defense industry works and stuff like that. That's the most interesting part of this movie to me is learning about that stuff. Like, cause they do kind of go into pretty good detail about, um, I don't know if it's the same nowadays, but back when this, you know, when this movie is portrayed, how defense spending kind of works and where money goes and how much money goes where at some points, and that's the most interesting thing about this movie is finding that kind of stuff out. So um, outside of that, it's a fine story. It, it, it is not, I don't think it's too safe for like kids because it's, it's got definitely some harsh language in it. So maybe not the greatest uh, family movie night. But if, uh, if you're old enough or if you and the missus or... Or the Mrs. and the Misters are just sitting around, like, looking for, you know, a kind of entertaining movie to watch, then I would support you watching this movie. Like, I didn't think there was anything grossly bad about this movie. It just really stuck out to me how similar it was to this other Lord of War movie. But, 
So otherwise, I mean, I, I think I, I'm going to give it a pretty good review. Um, certainly see this movie. If at all you're interested in, in defense spending or anything like that, it's certainly an, uh, a very interesting movie to watch about that kind of stuff. Matt, what did you think about this old war dog movie? Well, uh, I enjoyed myself watching this movie. Uh, it was my first time seeing it, but uh, I thought it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, there's there's a couple sort of uh, fully enclosed <clears throat> threads of of storylines as they're pursuing their different deals. I guess like each deal is kind of its own story, um, and sure. they're they are pretty interesting kind of how they go about it and what they get caught up in and how it all works out. Um, I mean, by and large, things tend to work out for them until the, until the very end when they don't. Um, right. But they're, they're constantly problem solving and, and doing their thing. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, I thought the relationship between David and his wife or partner was interesting, um, I guess kind of cliche, but I thought it was a good, uh, played up sort of the human side, and I think eventually that's where he sort of turned away from from what he was doing with the, with the arms dealing business, basically. Um, and an interesting sure. thing, David Packhouse, the real David Packhouse, is in this movie, did you catch that? Ooh, who is he? No, I didn't. I didn't look it up, but now I'm curious who he was. So, so at the beginning, when David Packhouse is is out trying to sell his um, his, he's trying to sell these sheets to nursing homes. So he's sitting uh -huh. in a nursing home, uh, talking to this guy about about the sheets and how he should buy them. And there's uh, a singing performance going on somebody's singing blue oyster cult yes and that yeah. guy is actually david packhouse the real one <laughs> really yeah he looks so young yeah i mean not that this the i mean i would assume the events of this take place 2002 2003 2004 like well 2008 is the end of the movie Okay, yeah. When when he's That's in right. Albania. So Okay. So yeah, not super young. Yeah, so I guess Okay. Anyway, I thought 12 years from when it actually went down, I yeah. guess. I thought that was a little interesting nice. that they put him in the movie. I'm sure he he consulted a lot on like different things with the movie. So Sure. Yeah, I would imagine they did not get Ephraim to <laughs> comments on. But uh, I, when you first said that, I thought it was going to be... There's a, there, One of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they're, they're putting their bid into the government for this big, giant Afghan deal mm -hmm. that's like tons of money and stuff like that. And they're sitting in this conference room with like, you know, five or six government officials or defense people and they're putting in their their they put in their bid and basically the, the defense guys are playing it pretty straight laced until they let it slip that they underbid their other their other competitors and then they reveal that they underbid the other competitors by like sixty million dollars. Yeah. Like the next bid 
above them with sixty million, so they have to take their bid because they lowballed it so much. I thought it was going to be like one of those guys in the room. Yeah. But. So. That. Interesting. <laughs> There's a little fact for old Dan Domer there. That's if he's great. Listening. Um. So I would say overall, I enjoyed this film. I think you know if you like uh, a good, it's a little bit of a dark comedy in some ways. I think could fall into that category. Yes, absolutely. And uh, maybe a little bit documentary, maybe a little bit, uh, I don't know, something else. But a little bit something else. <laughs> sure. Uh, Just a little bit, though. Yes. So I would say watch this movie if you um, don't mind a little bit of uh, gunplay. Yes. Excuse me. There's also there's just something about these type of movies that no matter what, even if the acting was really horrible and stuff like that, they're just fascinating. Like I get so enthralled with what I'm seeing because I'm so blind to most of this stuff that it's just like you're going down this you're falling down this rabbit hole and you're like, man, this is pretty fascinating to me. So to me, that's the strongest appeal for these type of movies. Your vices and dark waters and and uh, war dogs and all that kind of stuff. But maybe that's just me. Maybe. So, Matt, zero to five, how many triangles of death would you give this movie? Ah, uh, yes, the triangle of death. There's, there's a part in this movie where they end up, they're, they're, uh, they're trying to get some guns into uh, Baghdad in Iraq. And they run into problems and end up having to actually physically drive them from Jordan through uh, Iraq to Baghdad. Yes, because they started in Italy. (coughs) Italy has an embargo. Yes. Um, So, So, when they get there, they say, oh, you drove these through the triangle of death to get them here? Mad respect to you guys. Yes. So, I would say I'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 5 triangles of death. Um, Pretty good from my perspective. Nice. And like you say, pretty interesting. I thought the the story is interesting. That's the biggest selling point. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it helps that the acting is pretty good and, like, there's no, like, you know, there's no glaring crappiness about this movie that i can really pick up but just fascinating yeah we're pretty i mean we've been we've been separated i feel like a, a couple of times here in recent history but i think we're we're a little bit resynced on this one we almost landed on the same number i'm at a you were a 3.5 yes right? 3.6 is where i landed in my head okay so well almost right on it almost so, uh, that's going to put our average for this film at 3.55 triangles of death out of five for War Dogs, mm-hmm. a film mm-hmm. that we recommend you watch. Um, there is some head trauma in it, so it's pretty minor. Uh, but. Yes. Just a punch to the face? Is that what I'm thinking of? Or am I missing a head trauma? No, that's moment? it. Just I can remember two punches in the movie. Yeah. yeah. 
pretty minor. Right. But watch out, Ed. Watch out. Watch it. So, um, before we wrap up, I will reveal our next movie that we're going to watch, which also, is... Also, I think this is a little tidbit to throw in. Oh, yeah. I think this is the second, second to last movie that Jonah Hill was in before he lost all that weight, if you're... If, if you care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I believe the actual last movie he was in before he lost the weight was The Babysitter. Gotcha. So. I did find his picture as I was clicking clicking around IMDb to be much more svelte than he appears in this yeah. film. Well, so that's it for War Dogs. But the next movie we're going to watch is called... I care a lot. Mm. It's a Netflix film that I think just came out. I think you're right. I think I passed it the other night, but I did not hover on it. Why don't you give us the tagline? Well, a ruthless con artist thinks she's found the perfect prey. Her mistake? Crossing someone as vicious as she is. Yes, that's right. So. I did watch the trailer for this movie. Gotcha. Looks very interesting to me. Yeah, good. Well, hopefully it'll be good when we watch it. So. Here's hoping. Not always a guarantee, no. but I'm, I'm feeling good about it, that this is going to be interesting. At least interesting. Good. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we re-reviewed War Dogs. And we'll see you again soon here. Thank you for listening. We're going to keep making these podcasts, and we like it when you listen. Da-da-da-da! Da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da!